Oh, is it one of those like wagony what's it things that goes along the tracks <laughs> and it's like beep boop beep boop beep boop? It's music. It's a reggae. It's music reggae. Oh, <laughs> crack them, frosty green boys. It's another Waterboys podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Things have changed for our guest. <laughs> what? I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. And that tittering in the corner <laughs> is our oh, returning guest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? It's a new show now. It's a new show. We just talk about uh, sparkling waters now. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Things have changed. No more music. It's all yeah. about sparkling Yeah. Water. I mean, I, I said the, the catchphrase, crack those frosty green boys. However, none of us is drinking a Green Boy. No. Tonight. Let's talk about flavors. We don't talk about brands on the show. Mm, of course. Because we're not sponsored. No. But we can talk about fra- uh, flavors. Mm. And normally, Kirk and I drink lime seltzer. Which is the best number one uh, That's That's our, that's, yes, that's the best. But yeah. from time to ch- time, we change it up. Yes. Now, Isabel, mm. you're drinking no flavor at all. I, that is correct. I am drinking flavorless sparkling water. Why is that? Uh, is because I have a mild allergy to whatever it is that they use to make them taste good. Yeah. Uh, and that it makes my face break out in a rash. So which, wild. Never which heard that. I had, I figured it out <laughs> from working in a writer's room because it was all we drank. Yeah. And I just was like, why do I get this rash in my face all the time? And I was eliminating dairy and I was eliminating gluten and I was doing all this stuff. Went to like two dermatologists. They gave me steroids for it. I didn't realize it got this yeah. intense. And then I went home for Christmas and to my parents, and they never drink flavored sparkling water. It's always plain. And it was the only conceivable thing I had not yet cut out of my diet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so I'm just, I, I have to have boring water for the rest yeah. of my life? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That one simple thing. Yeah. Wow. Well, it sucks for you, but Kirk and I are enjoying the hell <laughs> feel great. out of our flavored seltzer. I've got a lovely mango going mango down my goblet. is one of my favorites, mm. as you know, but I've got another one of my favorites, apricot. I can't believe apricot's one of your favorites. You don't like it? Nah, it's, it's kind of it's kind of a punk-ass bitch for me. <laughs> no offense That's, to you. I, I don't think that you're calling me a punk-ass no, bitch. The never. flavor is a punk-ass mm. Yes. Not those who consume it. Yes. Uh, I like it. I also like the peach pear. You have gotten peach pear before. I just like a peachy, apricot yeah. experience. That's amazing. Yeah. I never thought that from you. But the mango is a, is a revelation. I've said before and I'll say it again. The mango, yeah. I would say, edges out the apricot Okay, for me. But they're two of my frequent buys. <laughs> Both of them. We've been talking like this for months, Isabel. I'm clearly behind because I'm just like, I remember the discussion about peach pear and thinking peach pear cast was going to be just like the direction we were headed. I didn't realize it was all water all the time. Well, you know, we've got to follow our passion. Yeah. We've been talking about music for five years. The heart wants what the heart wants. That's right. That's true. The heart wants mangoes. Oh, I miss the mango ones. Mm-hmm. We even had a friend of the show send my friend Sarah from Austin sent like a regional <gasps> artisanal, Ooh, of really good only artisanal. Yeah, sparkling that sounds water. amazing. We drank that on the show. Yeah, no, this is a seltzer show now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do feel good about this. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, you're our first guest on the Water Boys. <laughs> it's true. You are the first Water Boys guest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I feel very privileged. Wow. <laughs> 
Now, friends, it's Labor Day. It's the Balls end of hot. the summer. Yeah. It's it's so hot. If uh, if listeners can hear some extra ambient sounds on this episode, it's because I did not turn my air conditioner off as we're recording this. It is like 100 degrees yeah. in oh. Los Angeles. At night. And will be for the next week. Really, the next two months. Because summer doesn't actually start in L.A. until this time of yeah, year. Yeah, it fucking sucks. It stays 100 degrees until Halloween. It's miserable. Uh, so that's what's going on. But how was your summers? What did you do in your summer vacation? I could not tell you. Uh, <laughs> because time still doesn't really exist. I did finally go a summer without getting the poor uh, long-haired cat that I own. Her supremely her, ugly her, haircut. Her lion cut? Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, I caved and was like, you know what? I'm just going to run my air conditioner all the time and she can sit in front of it. There and that way go. she doesn't have to get shaved down like a roast chicken. Oh my god, yeah. Um, yeah. Dignity. I know. So I, I afforded her some dignity this year. Yeah. Um, that's about it. I have. It's just been like weird bachelorette stuff for me. Mm. You're yeah. still at that young age where you have friends getting married. Yeah. Mine are getting divorced. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of weddings coming up for me. Wow. And I'm like, oh boy, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to invest in some new spanks because I'm just like <laughs> they're gonna be. Getting road hard. <laughs> Speaking of time not existing anymore, I realized that this summer was the 10th anniversary of my favorite summer jam of all time. So... I don't know what this summer's summer jam was, because I'm so out of touch with new music. It's probably that Beyonce, right? It was so late, though. But... But you could, yeah. Oh, I guess Break yeah. My Soul is midsummer. Yeah, Break, Break My Soul, soul I would say. Yeah. I would say yeah. maybe About Damn Time by Lizzo. Yeah, yeah that was her. Maybe. That was yeah, that's maybe. That's more, of a, that's more of a fun summary. Yeah. That's got to be it. But in 2012, do you remember what the summer jam of 2012 was? The main song I remember from that point in my life mm-hmm. was actually from the winter. It was earlier, uh, which was Call Me Maybe. That's the one. Oh, that that's it? That's the one. That was 2012? Ca- Carly Rae Jepsen. Ugh, Call Me Maybe. That song's a fucking jam. It yeah. is a banger. I've yet to get tired of that song. I know. Yeah, me too. Yeah, love no, it. No, I'm a, a, a big CRJ fan. Mm-hmm. She has a new album coming out uh, in about a month and a half. Does she? Yeah. Oh. I remember when her album came out in 2016. You were freaking out about I was how freaking out because it, it was all 80s sound. It was yeah. more yeah. boy problems on I can't remember the album, but it had boy problems. That was Emotions, was it? Yes, that was it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that album was something. And I think at that point it. it had been, like, she hadn't really had a hit since 2012. Yeah. And it was sort of her comeback. Yes. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, we thought she was going to be sort of a one-hit wonder, but here she is. No, She's actually Came great. back hard. Oh, that album yeah. was great. Yeah. Oh, God. Time. <laughs> yeah, even that was six years ago. God, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, yes, the inexorable march of death. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, that old chestnut. That thing. How come the Water Boys podcast always devolves into a discussion about Time. mortality? Immortality. <laughs> it's the seltzer that does it. Yeah. It's the seltzer brings us down, <laughs> makes us introspective. Let's pick ourselves back up and go to the trading card corner. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. We've been waiting for a bit for this because we knew Isabel was coming. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm Haven't seen you on the show since January. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to, you know, we like our guests to leave with gifts. So I'm opening up a fresh pack of 1991s or 90s, whatever, pro set 90, superstar yeah. music cards. I'm so excited. 
rid of the coupon cards, shuffle them. As the guest, you will get the first pick. Yes. Okay. Wait, I don't want to look. I know, I don't want to look either. And as we said before, I bet you we see some repeats. We're starting to see repeats, but they'll be new to Isabel, so that's the important thing. Who'd you get? Okay. Oh, I got Motorhead. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So polite. Sweet. Let me, yeah. Yeah, no one's ever said it like that. Oh my god, no. I got Motorhead. Let me kill this. Wait, do I need to read the back? Yes, please. Okay. In terms of lights on. Um, in 1975, the year Motorhead was formed, one detractor called the British Quartet the worst band in the world. But six years later, the group released its live No Sleep Till Hammersmith album, and Melody Maker predicted it would, quote, set the standards for heavy metal in the 80s. By 1988, Motorhead had released 13 albums. Jesus Christ. Members, Lemmy, R.I.P., uh, Wurzel, Philip Anthony, and Filthy Animal Taylor. Phil, the <laughs> spelled like Philip. Yeah. Phil oh, Phil. That might have been current at the time. They had a lot of members over the years. Um, yeah. Wow, these guys look old. I mean, just Lemmy like- always looked like he was 60. Yeah, they always looked old even back in the day. <laughs> I remember the first time I snuck into a nightclub while underage, I was 16. Uh, this is in the UK, so it was like I was only two years underage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I made out with a guy who was actively smoking on the dance floor. Hell yeah. And he was wearing a Motorhead t-shirt. <laughs> I, was like, I would make out with that and guy. And I was like, this is sick. Yeah. This, this is like, yeah. I'm an adult now. I was like, being 16 fucking <laughs> Yeah. I once had to go to a job interview across the street from the Rainbow Bar oh, in, yeah. uh, in West Hollywood, mm-hmm. which is where Lemmy used to hang out because he lived in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I just, I went to the bar and sat in his seat and drank... Aww. Jack and Cokes, because that was his drink. They're called they're, since they died. They've been like officially, unofficially renamed Lemmys. Oh, that's like cool. the cocktail. Really? I like that. A Jack and Coke is a oh, Lemmy. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. That was a special afternoon. It was just like a weekday afternoon. Yeah. I was like, I'm that's, just gonna that's hang a good out. little impromptu. Just go get thing. a little Lemmy. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Have a couple Lemmys. All right, card, Kurt. My turn. I feel this one, Ooh. and it's. <laughs> Paul. What, is this my... No, it's you two. Ooh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for taking that off my head. I don't hate you two. Okay, worldwide supergroup U2 first toured the U.S. in 1980. By 1984, three of their albums went platinum. More, 1983. Under a Blood Red Sky, 1983. And The Unforgettable Fire, 1984. After the multi-platinum album, The Joshua Tree, they released the, perform- the performance film double album, Rattle and Hub, 1988, which sucks. <laughs> oh, it has a good song on it. Though. Is it Angels in Harlem? No. Desire? Desire. Desire. It's not bad. Because it's, it's got that Bo Diddley beat. Yeah. <laughs> In the same year, you 2 joined the Freedom Fest artist protest against apartheid, because of course they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't Rattle and Hub where they did Helter Skelter? I don't know, because I never watched that shit. They did this fucking... I'm going to do a bad Bono, but God damn it. He's like, <laughs> Charles Manson stole the song. We're stealing it back. Uh, and I'm like, oh, fuck <laughs> off, you pretentious. He's the worst. He's so bad. He's the worst. Oh, yeah. damn. He That's how old these cards are. Pre-Octum Baby. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Octum Baby. I liked Myst- Mysterious Ways, but they overplayed one. I liked and, one. Uh, I liked With or Without You. I remember making up my um, car to that. Sure. That's so yeah. I was on the radio all the time. Yeah. yeah. I said, I'll, this is, I'll take this car. I'm happy with it. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. You know, I complained recently, and it's still a problem. That, I mean, very famously, like eight years ago, 
their new album was forcibly thrust upon every Apple yes. user. I remember that. Yes. And it still exists, but I don't use Apple Music, so when I accidentally open the music app, it's the only thing mm-hmm. that I have oh, in there. Oh, that's so funny. And, like, you can delete it, but it will come back because it's just, like, permanently attached to your account. Oh, my God. That's so funny. And I'm thinking of one of these days actually just giving into it and be like, why don't I just listen to it? Mm-hmm. Why don't I, like sit with my headphones on and the lyrics in front of me and like dive into yeah. this album and maybe I'll find there will be a song I like on it. Or maybe something. you're afraid that you're going to like the whole album big. This yeah. is like one of the best things. I'm willing done. to let that happen. Wow. And then okay. I, I just, I want to be glad that I have to have this thing. <laughs> you know, I think that that's really mature of you. Oh, thanks. That's, I think that's that really growth. shows growth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can yeah. still think Bono is a dick. Well, yeah. And, and, and like I appreciate think- the album. Exactly. Close my eyes. She's a good one. This one. This one. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Oh, you got a good one. (gasps) I'm never going to get it. Never going to get it. Don Robinson. En Vogue's debut single. This this might be pre-Funky Divas, though. This is Born to Sing. Uh, Envo's debut single, Hold On, from the appropriately titled Born to Sing, was named Best R&B Single of the Year at the 1990 Billboard Awards. Wow. As they had in the introduction to the hit, the Oakland-based group's four members, Dawn Robinson, Terry Ellis, Cindy Heron, and Maxine Jones, sang their Thank You a cappella. Yeah, pre-Funky Divas. They were so huge in 1992 when Funky Divas came out. Yes, I need to see Terry, Yeah, because you know... But even the fashion in that photo is very 1990. If you had to choose one of the ladies. To emulate or to date? Let's say date. Um, that is Cindy. 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 Okay. Cindy's my uh, second favorite. So Terry, Cindy. Mm. They're so young, I can't even Yeah, I can't. It's not. The, the picture is like too it's bright. It's blurry, too. yeah. Uh, Don, is, is that, that Don up top? Don's up top. Yeah. And yeah, and then that's Maxine. Yeah. I mean, they're all stunning. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, same vote. Paul's, Paul's a, a Maxine. Yeah. No, no I'm Don. A, You're Don. I mean, Don, look, in the, in the fuck, marry, kill of En Vogue, I marry Terry. Oh. Uh, and I, you know, Don is, you know, she's a special case, but like, <laughs> there can be no killing in Vogue. That's true. You can't. I was like, the only life you take must be your own. And also, oh, and also, yes. Dawn's not even in En Vogue. No, they hate each other. So, yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. That's, that's been the case for 25 yeah, years. That's a great card. Yeah. She got a good one. She got a good All one. All right. Oh, I, I know this name only because of you guys. <laughs> but it's Cool Modi. Oh, she got a Cool Modi. They're Cool Modi, not that one, but there are been multiple Cool Modi's. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, my lyrics are always going to have some substance so that after the dancing stops, there'll be something to think about, says Mohandas Deweze, better known as Cool Modi. I want to raise people's consciousness. A former member of the pioneering rap group, The Treacherous Three, yeah. Modi has easily made the transition from old school to New Jack styles. Yeah. Wow. And that is also, both of those pictures are ice cold. <laughs> he yes. was ice cold. That was, those oh, were his glasses. He never took them off. Yeah. Kumo D. The, I, I mean, the treacherous three were amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. yeah. Kumo D was great. That's a good card. Yeah. Alright. Ooh, ooh. Oh, you, you grabbed two? You're, you're giving that? Okay. I, I think I gave the right one back. 
Hey, <laughs> Janet Jackson. Oh, now I have Janet Jackson, but I don't think I have this look. Okay, yeah, there's a couple in the set. Yes. Hit singles. What have you done for me lately? Nasty. When I think of you. Control. Pleasure principle. Miss you much. Rhythm nation. Escapade. All right. Come back to me. Black cat. And love will never do. Parenthetical without you. Albums. Janet Jackson. Dream Street. Uh, Control. And Rhythm Nation. And that's it. Because it's 1990. Because, yeah, exa- yeah. She couldn't get bigger. Well, no, she did get bigger. Because then she did the Janet album. So. Yeah. Man. Oh, I love her. Janet Jackson. Oh, wait till you find out which card you almost took and then gave back. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. It was meant to be. Oh, it's my turn. Mm -hmm. It's your turn. I want to take the one that you handed back. (laughs) But I shuffled them up, so. But I got it. Yay! The Almond Brothers. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Kirk hates the Almond Brothers. I love the Almond Brothers. Oh, they're so bad. <laughs> you almost took this instead of Jen and Jen. It was wow. meant to be. Yeah. Their latest album, Seven Turns, was written in the wake of the group's 1989 tour, which became the catalyst for the album and introduced the three new members of the Almond Brothers Band. The first new album in nine years by one of the most influential and successful American groups of the 1970s marks both a return to its roots and a reinvention of the Almond's music for a new decade. Now... Isabel, mm. you're younger and British. Mm-hmm. Do you know the Almond Brothers? I know the name, and I'm sure if uh, someone was to play the songs, I would go, yeah. I know this song. Okay. Ramblin' Man yeah. and uh, others. The other one. It's like classic rock radio. Show. Southern, I'm sure you've heard of Southern some Rock. Movie for Boomers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, that, I'm, I'm sure that yeah. we would be familiar, but it's not a band that I have any strong opinions about. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Southern Rock generally, but I've always really liked the Almond Brothers. Can't stand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I got the card. See, it worked out. The gods look down and smile. Okay. Four more cards. Choose. Huh. What'd you get? I got... Historic Concert. Oh, Historic. Gilmore West. Um, okay. Santana at the... Oh, Fillmore West. I can't read. Uh, Santana at the Fillmore West, uh, San Francisco, July 11th through 13th, 1969. Launched into prominence by virtue of a 12-minute segment in the Woodstock film, Santana was the first American group to blend Latin and African rhythms with rock instrumentation. The band's leader was, and is still today, uh, guitarist Carlos Santana, celebrated worldwide for his emotional, melodic improvisations... Even prior to the release of the first album in the fall of 1969, Santana enjoyed a devoted following thanks to the spectacular performances at Bill Graham's Fillmore West. Their sound, according to an early observer, was live thunder with a neon electric current. Uh, the collage post art was the work of David Sayer. That is very cool. The posters on those cards are cool. I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather eat a bowl of broken glass for <laughs> breakfast than go to a Santana concert. Yeah. Oh, I... I <laughs> he was cool back then. But in 1999, he recorded Smooth with Rob Thomas. Yeah, which is one which of is, my favorite songs of all time, Paul. What? And I am not kidding. Well, I've spoken oh. enough on the podcast about how much I hate that song, so yes. I won't dive into it you, anymore. You, I... Okay, it came up. Remind me the year? 99. How old was I in 99? Eight or nine. I was nine. Yeah. Oh my so God. it was like, wait a second, this is rock and yeah. also Latin. <laughs> and also that 
like that cute guy from that band my Rob sister Thomas. likes. Yes. He's amazing. <laughs> like, whoa! Oh um, and it's like, then there's pretty ladies in the video, and they dance, and I they live in the, the barrio. Like, I remember the video, yeah. It's, it's that. Like, it's like a party in the It's in the barrio, hey, yeah. Everyone gets a pass for anything they liked when they were nine years old. Oh, man. Five. Yeah, that's so funny. I, uh, that was... That's my so feeling on that. So when you hear it today, you're still like, yep. Mm-hmm, 100%. <sighs> I still think that the lyrics are some of the dumbest I've ever heard, but I love it so much. Wow. I mean, the fact that it opens with, man, it's a hot one. Man, I forgot about that. <laughs> like seven inches from the midday sun. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just like, you know what, Rob Thomas, yeah. you're so right. You're genius. <laughs> you get me. Yeah. I'm seeing. No, for me, oh, you're was... in the barrio? You hear the rhythms on the radio? Wow. God, bars. That was a, I, I believe that was a summer jam. That was yes, a summer I think jam. it was. That was, the, that was the summer before I was a senior in high school. I'm and sorry. I was at my, like, most, you know, when you're 17 and, like, you're the most pretentious and, yeah. like, you, the things you love, you'll never love anything that much again. The things yeah. you hate, you'll never hate mm-hmm. it exactly. that much again. I always hate it smooth. But I'm happy for you that you got that card because <laughs> neither Kurt nor I would have wanted you. it. Me too. And also yeah. the fact that one of the other performers was BB King. Oh, there you go. Hell yeah. yeah. I think so you got one more. Don't know what they are. Okay, who is it? <laughs> I'm good with it too. It's Hammer. MC Hammer. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, good old Stanley. This is a quote. What? what? To whoever thinks he is the king, the prince, or whatever of hip hop, MC Hammer is in effect and will take all titles once at one at a time or all at once. The then unknown rapper boldly declared on the back of his debut album released in early 1988. Ooh. Last sentence. He wasn't lying. <laughs> yeah. That's the last sentence. They're like, that copywriter's like, nailed it. And eventually he would take the title of Most Bankruptist. Hey, hey, not his fault. He was helping a lot of people. Yeah, out. yeah. You get away. I'm, right. I, I, I'm uh, a yeah. huge hammer. That's fan. who I, I got, Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him on cassette for my eighth birthday. So that oh. was my. Smooth. I love me some MC Hammer. I got some good cards. That, or I got cards that are all me. So Now, there are two left. Yeah. Uh, one for me and one for our guest. Yes. But since you are our guest, I will let you choose rather than get stuck with whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I feel like that's a lot of pressure, but I will. <laughs> that's the one? That's the one you want? Okay. Who is it? Paul Young. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. From uh, every time you go away, you yeah. take a piece of me with you. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Growing up in oh, he's English. Yeah. Growing up in Luton, uh, a working class area near London, singer Paul Anthony Young performed with his soul band Q Tips until 1981. His single Every Time You Go Away, 1985, placed number one on Billboard's pop charts. Albums No Parlay, 1983, The Secret of Association, 1985, Between Two Fires. 1986, and Other Voices, 1990. I will say that two of those sound like 90s um, short play collections. <laughs> Between <laughs> yes. Two Fires. Between Two Fires yes. and Other Voices. Those real yeah. kitchen sink dramas. Very, very much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, you should have seen the way Kirk was, like, smiling and nodding when you said the name of one album in particular. The uh, Non-Parlay. 
Is that the one with every time you go away? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you have that? No, it was just like you this it? album and that song was just like I know the song, the but I thing didn't know the name of the album. See, I just I'm like I long for a time when being a hunk was this achievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it didn't take much. Yeah, because he's just like, a regular dude, yeah. but he he's is just a guy with hair and a tank top. Yep, that's all you need. And it's but like you can sing. How do I pose like a cool guy? Uh-huh. Yeah. Just put your hand. Just your put your hand behind your head. We'll be in a bar and it'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The last card is mine. I don't know what it is. I hope it doesn't suck. <laughs> Nothing's been no. god awful. Nothing. No. And we also haven't had any of those like weird bands that we've never heard. Yeah, of. we've had to look up and we're like, oh, they suck. I'm hoping this is one yeah. of those. Yup. <laughs> Lord Tracy. I have no idea who that is. That nope. sounds really familiar. Some metal band. It's going to be a metal band. 80s. Do you know Lord Tracy? Were they big in Leeds or something? No, but I am just like astounded at the hair of oh, those sure. men. Oh, yeah. sure. Let's guess where they're from. They might, they're not quite hair metal. They look like more like early mid-80s metal. I'm going to say... I, I just Ooh. saw it on the back of the card. So okay, is I'm he, not are they are they British? No. Wow, they look British. Okay, are they from? Are from Austin? No. Dallas? Yes. Wow. You got there pretty quick. Yes. Started in Dallas, Texas, in 1985. The rock group Lord Tracy was originally named 3D, then the Tracy Lords. <laughs> oh my god. But a lawsuit by the same named actress. Yes. <laughs> Caused, so. caused a change to the present moniker. All except Glaze, that's the name of one of them, I oh guess. God. <laughs> are from Memphis, Tennessee. Deaf Gods of Babylon from 1990 is their debut album. So, like, they were brand fucking new when yeah. this came out. Man, Never I bet they were again. so <laughs> excited to learn they were yes. going to be on a cod. <laughs> yeah, members. Terry Lee Glaze, vocals and guitar. Barney Wolf, bass. Jimmy... Rusadoff, lead guitar, and Chris Craig, drums. That's one of those bands where, like... I love when we get these cards. A record label is like, put them them in the cards. Put them in. Just put them in. It's one card. Anyone who had a record deal this year got got a card. card. And I love when we get these nobody. It's so good. Especially because you also know that there is someone in the world... I mean, just by definition, who is the world's biggest yes. Lord yeah. Tracy fan and yes. who is just like... Glaze's mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a guy in Austin who was like, they were going to be huge. Well, well we yeah. found that. I can't remember the name of them, but we there was one card like this and then I read about them later. Yes. And they were from like some town in Minnesota or something like that where like... They were still together. They never broke up. Yeah. They still play there today. Oh, they got like them. a cult local following. Yeah. I love that. I, I love that. I ironically that love that. I think there that's is, really nice. There is someone in Austin who yeah. is sitting at a bar going, Genesis for Glaze. Yeah. Glaze <laughs> <Glaze, laughs> having a rainbow room moment. Being well, like, Sarah, what do they call these Glazes? Yeah. One of the few listeners who we know by name, my friend Sarah, lives in Austin. So I'm, I give a, give a shout out, Sarah, if you know Lord Tracy or anyone who knows Lord Tracy. If yeah. there's if there's a bar that is to Lord Tracy, what um, Glaze probably what works kibitz, at that bar. What, <laughs> what the Kibitz Room is to um, oh my god, is it Guns N' Roses? Who was the, who were the guys who used to play the Kibitz Room all the time? 
I don't know that. The one in, uh, in Cantor's. It's the bar inside Cantor's. Oh, oh. It, it could be Guns N' Roses. I think it is Guns N' Roses. Or okay. it could yes. be Poison, or it could be Motley Crue. Yeah. Or oh, it was Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Oh, okay. Um, because there's pictures of them as, like, babies. Oh. Like, they are, like, children, mm-hmm. and they're playing, like, their first shows. Yes. So, so just funny. these, like, sleeping regulars. Yeah, yeah, just there for a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, if that bar exists in Austin, I want to know about yes. it. Yes, I'll find out more about Tracy. Lord Tracy and yes. uh, and report back on the next episode of the Waterball. <laughs> <laughs> but now that we've had our fun, it's time to go to work. Let's do it. It's time to roll up our sleeves and play the music trivia quiz. But since we have a guest, it's just an expo mission. Just an expo mission doesn't does count. not count towards no my f- ongoing winning streak. Well, you which just stalled with two two pushes in a row. It's been great. So I haven't had candy in a minute. Nope. But, uh, oh, the cat's here. Hello. Hello. We let her hang out during the podcast now, because yeah. who cares? <laughs> uh, what, what do we want to do? Who wants to ask who? Do you want, what, what, what order do you yes, want to Where go? would you like to be? First, second, or third? Um, I would like to ask first. All right. Ask first. Okay. Also, one of my fake nails just came out. Oh, no. no. This stupid glue. Oh, no. Hello. I need to glue it back on. I needed that. Uh, who do you uh, want to ask? Uh, I will ask you. Paul, okay. All right. If you are excited, ready to be asked. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'll ask you. And you Perfect. It all Perfect. works out. Okay. Um. First question. Um, cover notes. What's the dog sniffing on the cover of Rush's LP Signals? What's the dog sniffing on the cover of Rush's LP Signals? Another dog's butt. <laughs> that would be way cooler. It is a fire hydrant. Uh, okay. Those Rush guys. Okay. I know. Uh, something your mother would know. What songwriting duo's career is chronicled in the movie Words and Music? What songwriting duo's career is chronicled in the movie Words and Music? I don't know, so I'm just going to say the first thing that came to mind. Lieber and Stoller. It is uh, Rogers and Hart. Oh, Hart. Always one of those. You know, I was even thinking of those and I was like, ah, I I don't know like which ones are yeah, which or like never if, if I say one it's going to be the other one Always. and the it's, first thing that popped in my head was someone else. So. I mean it it was going to be one or the other really. Yeah. Um, okay, fifties. What duo did Sylvia Robinson and Mickey Baker form? What duo did Sylvia Robinson and Mickey Baker form in the fifties? In the fifties. I want to guess on this one if you get it wrong. I know the name Sylvia Robinson. Isn't isn't Sylvia Robinson who found the Sugar, Sugar Hill? Hill? Yeah, it might it must be. be a different Sylvia, or maybe not. Maybe no, it maybe is not. Just around that time. Can you can you read it again, please? What duo did Sylvia Robinson and Mickey Baker form? Mickey and Sylvia. Would you like to guess? Sylvia and Mickey. Paul, you are correct. Ah, it okay. is Mickey and Sylvia. I thought it was going to be Sylvia. <laughs> I believe that that is the woman who found. I the think Sugar it Hill is. Gang. I think it is. Same Sylvia. Okay, 60s. Um, uh, what 50s teenage star died of a drug overdose at 25 in 1968? What 50s teenage star died of a drug overdose at 25 in 1968? 50s teen stars. Not Ricky Nelson. Mm-hmm. He not Eddie Cochran. He died young, but in a car crash. 50s teen star. 
I know, I know, it's it's somewhere in my fucking brain. Can you read it one more time, please? What 50s teenage star died of a drug overdose at 25 in 1968? Uh, oh, um, oh, shit. Frankie Lyman. Yes! Hey! <laughs> Nicely Good done. Pull. Okay, Good pull. so that's two for you. Yeah. Um, I had to okay. dig into that old brain, but yeah. I knew it was in there. <laughs> that's a deep dive. Yeah. Uh... Okay, what jazz rock group's members were born in England, Ireland, Panama, Czechoslovakia, and the U.S.? Weather Report. Incorrect. Oh, Return to Forever? No, it's the Mahavishnu Orchestra. Uh, I've heard of them. I would have never gotten that. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten that. Is this your last one? This is the last one. Yeah, I've only got two correct. Try to get par. Good thing this is an expo mission. Whose pet Starling learned the theme of the finale from his piano concerto in G major? Whose pet Starling one of two people. learned the it theme of the finale from his piano concerto in G major? Mozart. That is correct. Okay. Three points for Paul. You think it's him or Beethoven? Yeah, it's always... It's, Could have yeah. been Franz Liszt. Yeah. I right, got par. All right, I make par. Yeah. I make par. Okay. All right. All right. So now I'll you ask me, Kirky. So I'm going to do this one right here. All right. All right. Cover notes. What's cracked on the cover of Yoko Ono's Season of Glass LP? A glass? Is it an egg? A pair of glasses. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Uh, is that... Where's the photo of the glasses that John Lennon was wearing where they have blood on them? Oh, Jesus. I have no I idea. Not. You know you know that photo where they're no. like on a windowsill? Uh-uh. I think that's what they're talking about. Mm. Uh, your mother should know what rainy day Diddy notes, I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above. Okay, it's not the thing I was thinking of. Can you read it one more time? This. What rainy day did he notes? I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above. If he doesn't get it, can I guess? Yes. <laughs> okay. I originally was going to say raindrops keep falling on my head, but that's too late. Song, that's though. B.J. Thomas. Yes, B.J. Thomas. That yeah. wouldn't be it. So I'm not going to say that. And I. Stormy weather. No. Can I say one word to give Kirk a hint? Yes. Droogs. I have no idea. Okay. What is it? It's singing in the rain. Singing in the rain. <laughs> oh, I was God. referencing a Clockwork Damn Orange. Because I still think of Clockwork oh, Orange when I hear that song. Even though sucks. Singing in the Rain is my favorite movie. Oh. Clockwork Orange was my favorite movie before that. I, I should have known that. That's terrible. Yeah, I'm surprised you missed it. I was reading it like this is the easiest question was, in the world. I was thinking, gosh, this... This has no, to be I was a, like, I need uh, to read these lyrics with remember. no rhythm. Yeah. Can't give it Thank away. Thank God this is an exclamation. Yeah. 1950s. What song has Elvis urging, quote, scratch my back and run your pretty fingers through my hair? Blue suede shoes. No. No? Uh, wait, wait. Uh, no, I don't know. Dreaming ice. Dreaming ice? Treat me nice. Don't know it. Yeah, you do. I don't, because Elvis sucks ass. Just because he sucks ass doesn't mean you should I don't. Know I swear <laughs> I got it on the Okay, okay. I really thought I had it. It's the too. one where he sings about scratching his back and running oh, fingers. Oh, that one. That, <laughs> that inferior part. 
1960s. What movie sees Elvis sing Smoky Mountain Boy and One Boy, Two Little Girls? (laughs) (laughs) A barf. At least it's not one man, two little girls. I don't know any of his movies, so I'm just going to say Blue Hawaii. (laughs) No, you're going to love this one. Kissing Cousins. Don't know it. Oh, boy. Don't know it. (laughs) No. Oh, this is a rough one. Ugh. I don't know any Yikes. of these. I was willing to defend the song title "One Boy, Two Little Girls" and be like, "It was a different time." <laughs> nope. But no, they lost me. I might get a bagel on this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after the Beatles, what patriotic bird decorated the cape Elvis wore on his TV special? Fuck this! Aloha from Hawaii. <laughs> God, why did I pick this card? Don't overthink this one. Kurt. I fucking hate Elvis, the bald eagle. An eagle. I'll okay. give it to you. Yes. Oh, I'm sure oh it was a bald eagle. No yes. bagel. No bagel. Jesus no Christ. Bagel. God, I fucking hate <laughs> I'm so mad. Uh, and finally, anything goes. <laughs> it's Elvis. <laughs> How tall is an Elvis Presley approved doll? Six. <laughs> wait. Yes. An Elvis Presley approved doll. You're kidding. Six inches, 18 inches, or six feet. How tall is an Elvis Presley approved doll? I guess that means like the official yes. Elvis Presley doll. Yeah. Well, it's How not going to be six feet because he wasn't even six feet. What were the other two choices? Six inches or 18 inches. So like old style G.I. Joe or modern G.I. Joe? Hmm. Modern. Like it was 40 years ago. We go 18. Correct. All right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Two. You got two. It just seems like 18 seemed the right one. 16 seemed too small. Yeah. I think for the time, it yeah, wasn't going to be an time. action figure. Although, yeah. it would have had the Kung Fu grip. Yeah. Because we had Elvis yes. Kung Fu. Oh, my God. All right. So, I'm asking you. Yes. You're picking here. So, you need to beat three. Okay. To win. To win. Okay. Cover notes. Which beetle... Plays flugelhorn on the White Album. I don't know, but I have a guess. Is it George Harrison? No. Paul? Yes. Yeah. If it's Paul, does everything. Paul is the yeah. he's the genius. Mom, what do you ride to? <clears throat> excuse me. Mom, what do you ride to? Quote: Hear the lonesome hobos squall. What do you ride to? Quote. Hear the lonesome hobo squall. If you know this, you're a genius. I have a like random is it, guess. Is it like a train of some kind? Yes, but it's it. Yes, different word. Yeah, it's not really a train. Oh, is it one of those like wagony what's it things that goes along the tracks <laughs> and it's like beep boop beep boop beep I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But no, it's a specific name. It's a oh. weird specific name. Then I don't know. What were you going to guess? I was just going to say, like, the Lonesome Rail or something. The Wabash Cannonball. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's the 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 Wabash Cannonball. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Uh, One one of the ones you have to know. Yes. (laughs) 50s. What Elvis number shook Butterfly from the top of the April 1957 charts? What Elvis number shook Butterfly... From the top of the April 1957 charts. Oh, man. I don't know. The Is it Jailhouse Rock? No. There's a hint in the question, right? 
Yes. All shook up. Correct. Oh. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. 60s. What nights are, quote, never reaching the end in a Moody Blues hit? Oh, Nights in White Satin. That is correct. Uh, my yeah, father's going to be very song. glad that you yes. that. I love that song. Do you really? Yes. <laughs> that song bangs. I like that song. I mean, I spoke recently about trying to get into the Moody Blues for my father's yes. sake and it not taking. But I do like that song. Okay. That song not for that not, song goes hard. Not for Kirk. Not for Kirkies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after Beatles, you have one. After Beatles, what Kiss hit was inspired by Peter Chris's wife Lydia? Oh, I know that. Yeah, I don't know any songs by Kiss. It's the one that Peter sang. Name the name a girl's name. Is it Lydia? No, no. <laughs> it's Beth. It's Beth. That's stupid. <laughs> you know what? And that song is stupid. That song <laughs> is fucking stupid. Look at that biggest hit. Sucks ass. Is Beth another name for Lydia? That's not No, right. I'm sure he just... Because Lydia doesn't fit the rhyme. Just changed the name yeah. to be, you know. My All sister's right. name is Lydia, and we have never called her Beth. Yeah, that seems weird. Okay, so you have one. <laughs> okay. This is the timing. <laughs> Anything goes. How many voices or instruments make up a nonette? N-O-N-E-T. How many voices or instruments make up a nonet? I mean, I want to assume it's nine. You're assuming correct. Hooray! Yes, you tied! That's a good one. You won nothing with paw. Oh, I hit the mic. So, sweet candies. Nope. Go to our guest because (laughs) it's an expo mission. Thank you. That's right. As long as Paul doesn't get them, we're all happy. That makes Kurt happy. <laughs> it does. That I don't get to have I candy. can't have enjoyment. I want no one else yeah. to have enjoyment. <laughs> Unless it's Isabel. Unless it's Isabel. <laughs> She's the exception that proves the rule. But that's okay. it for the mini episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.